Hey friend, welcome to the Start Scared Podcast, where we are mamas who are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives outside of just being a mom. We love our babies, but man, have we lost ourselves in the chaos of everyday mom life. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, teacher, an Enneagram 6, and a projector who used to be bound by what I thought I was supposed to say, do, or be. So much so that I'm trying to discover who Christy is right now in real time. Together, we're going to have honest and real conversations, just like girlfriends chatting over a cocktail or a coffee on the back porch. We're going to cut through the BS stories we tell ourselves and find clarity to start scared on putting ourselves first because, girl, who you are outside of being a mom still matters. It is time that we live out the dreams and the desires that God has placed on our hearts, even if we don't know what that is quite yet. But I got you. We're in this together. So grab your drink, meet me on the back porch, and let's do this. Girl, I am so freaking pumped that you are here today because you are not going to want to miss this back porch chat with my girl, Jillian Murphy. She brings all of the high vibe energy, all of the fire. And my favorite part about her is the no BS advice and support. And I really do think that you are going to be obsessed with her. But first, before we get started, I want to share an additional way that you and I can communicate outside of this podcast. I have a free text list that you can join. So you can text me um, anything really like tell me what's going on in your world. I want to get to know you better because obviously you know me pretty well by now. And I want to know what you think about the show or um, how I can better serve you or what you want to hear on the show. Um, and I really make this podcast for us and for us to get to know each other better. I would love for you to be on my text list. So all you have to do to subscribe for free is text start scared. Make sure it's all one word to 855-849-0997. Again, just text start scared. Make sure it's all one word to 855-849-0997. I would love to hear from you because I really want to get to know what's going on in your world. Um, and before we get started, I was listening back to this episode, kind of, you know, listening for anything, any nuggets of wisdom that I wanted to pull out. And we talked about my girl, Katie Saltzman, twice. And so I want to let you know that today, the day that this episode launches, July 19th, I am hosting a free live podcast with my girl, Katie Saltzman. And I am so excited. So if you're listening to this podcast in real time, um, our live virtual podcast is at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. And I would love for you to join us. And if you don't know anything about Katie Saltzman, she is a nutrition expert, a fitness trainer. And one thing that I love about her the most is that she's all about what can I add back into my life? Because, you know, diet culture is all, all about like stiff arming things and taking things out. And so one thing I love about her is she's like, what can I add back into my life and make sure that whatever I'm doing is sustainable for the long term. And so I am just so excited to share her with you. And I think it's really cool that we actually talked about her um, on this podcast as well. And so anyway, if you would like to join that live free virtual podcast, um, text the word live to 855-849-0997 and I will send you the link. All right. So I am sure that you are pumped and ready to meet today's guest. After losing her 22-year corporate career, suddenly Jillian Murphy shifted to the online space. She had zero idea what she was going to do with it, but she knew that she had a God-given talent for sales and a resume resume of over $100 million in closed transactions. So she used that to create her coaching business. And now she helps others fall in love with sales. And girl, let me tell you, she is a pro at it. She is also a two-time cancer survivor. She had a brain injury and she lives every day with 
with chronic headaches. She speaks very openly and very candidly about her health and about wellness and um, how it's really important for her to self-advocate. And one thing that is so important to her is that her community is her biggest form of healing. I am obsessed with her no BS approach to everything she does, and I cannot wait to hear what you think. So without further ado, I introduce to you Miss Jillian Murphy. Jillian, welcome to Start Scared. I cannot tell you how excited I am that you're here and I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today. Oh my gosh. One, thank you so much for having me. I'm such a fan of you and I'm so excited to pour into your audience today. Oh, thank you so much. All right. So let's dive in first by telling the women listening a little bit about you. Who is Jillian and where are you in this stage of life right now? Absolutely. So I always love this question. I'm always like, do I go back to birth? Do I talk about where I am today? So who is Jillian? I would say Jillian is a multi-passionate person. Um, I am an entrepreneur. I am a mom. I'm a three-time cancer survivor. And I'm really just here to make my mark on this world, to make women better entrepreneurs, to make women really feel better about the skin that they're in. And, you know, I'm here to just really make a difference. I love that. And And I think that, you know, the woman listening is going to want to follow you on social media, like as soon as we're done with this. But um, I love how like real and vulnerable you are. And so you were just saying that, you know, you talk um, like as moms, because this podcast has a lot of moms who listen and we talk a lot about health and wellness around here. And you are a cancer survivor, which is incredible. My mom is a breast cancer survivor. um, Congratulations. And um, you also survived a brain injury as well. You've lost 70 pounds. I mean, you are like a freaking powerhouse. And so, (laughs) but what I said earlier, like I I love your openness and your honesty about your health journey. And I feel it's really important to speak up and advocate for yourself and share it with others. So can we just kind of like riff on all things health? Absolutely. I am an open book. Let's do it. And how your life has like ultimately changed and shifted over the years with your health journey. Yeah, absolutely. So one is I was a cancer survivor as a child. And I always say that I feel like my cancer journey as a child really kind of set me up for the person that I am today, right? Like when you have cancer as a child, you see life so much differently. You know, my friends were playing with toys. They were on sports teams. They were playing with Barbies. And I was literally really facing life or death, right? I had a very bad bout of cancer. I was a -a make-a-wish kid. So I feel like I just really feel that life is different, right? I am in such gratitude all the time. So I feel like that really set me up for the life that I have today. And it was interesting. My parents always told me, they were like, even at the worst stages that you were at as a child, you never really complained. You just always had a very, like, I'm going to get this done mindset. I'm going to make this the most fun. I'm going to build community in the hospital. Like I like had this little playground that I had at the hospital. Like I just always had a very good mindset around it. And I'm very certain that that's why I have the mindset that I have today. That's why I'm very big in community. That's why I have like an all or nothing mindset. So I think that that is a huge part of why I'm at where I'm at today, right? Because life has thrown a lot of curveballs at me. I had cancer again in my 20s. Again, I lost a lot of weight. I had a brain injury. I've had a couple of divorces. So I feel like that mindset as a child mm-hmm. has really kind of set me up for the life that now I have today. That's amazing. And so what can you, what, what is a um, piece of advice you can give to the woman listening who, you know, maybe going through some, something really shitty, you know, and how can you encourage her to, um, even though you're living in this really, really hard, you can have that yes and life yeah. and 
find the gratitude or find the good, have that duality? What advice can you give to her? Yeah. So it was really interesting. So I suffered a brain injury about nine months ago. Um, and that was probably the hardest thing that I went through. I always say it was harder than going through cancer. It was harder than divorces. It was really harder than anything. And that was really at my rock bottom. And during that time, there was a lot of other things that went through it. You know, I was, I wasn't able to travel. I wasn't able to drive. I was literally just getting on my coaching calls and going to bed. And I re- listened to a podcast at that point, And I remember her saying, you just have to win the day. You just have to win the day. Quit trying to say like, when is this going to be over? When am I going to be out of this? When can I fly again? When can I drive again? When will I be able to get on my computer screen again? It was like, just win the day. And that one line from this one podcast literally changed a lot for me. So I would say like, what was my win of the day? Maybe my win of the day was that I recorded a podcast with Christy. Maybe my win of the day was that like, I made my bed. Maybe my win of the day was that like, I just made it through the day. And I started stacking these little wins and these little wins actually built confidence, right? So instead Mm -hmm. of being like, my day sucked or I, I can't get through this or I have a headache or I'm frustrated, or my friends are going out and I can't because the music out or whatever it was, I just started to like stack these little wins and I started to win my day. And that, that was a huge shift in me. So even now I'm not out of the, I'm not out of it. I still struggle. I have a chronic illness. I struggle with headaches. Most days I have a headache and I still win the day. So even yesterday I had a terrible headache all day. It was like, what was the win at the end of the day? Well, the win at the end of the day was that I didn't have to take a pain pill yesterday. Yes. I had a headache all day, but it was like, I was able to manage it on my own. So I'm always looking for the win instead of looking at like, how did, it, how did this day kick my ass? Oh, I love that. Especially because, you know, you said you're still in it. You're still suffering oh, yeah. from symptoms of your injury. Oh, yeah. And so instead of saying, oh, when am I going to be able to do all of this? And when am I going to feel better? And then you're focusing on right now and today yeah. and finding success. And I think that, like you said, that kind of pours into your confidence bucket a little bit every single time that you're focusing on what, what did I win today? And I think that that's really powerful because a lot of the times, especially us, you know, um, women who want to do big things in their life, they're always forward thinking rather Mm -hmm. than thinking about what, what is happening right now. So I think Mm -hmm. that that's a really powerful piece of advice. Thank you. And, and, you know, I, I push myself to do things, even if it's just a little bit, right? So one of the things that I have really suffered from my brain injury is I have chronic daily headaches. I have a headache again, like 99% of the time. So there's a lot of things kind of like you said, like that forward thinking, like, well, I don't want to plan this because maybe I'm not going to feel good. I don't want to plan this hike. I don't want to plan this workout. I don't want to plan these things. And I do it. And sometimes it's successful and sometimes it's not, but I push myself a little bit more mm-hmm. every day. And that's exactly what it does. It builds the confidence. Mm-hmm. It builds the wins. And there's days that I do have to cancel, mm-hmm. but it's like building those little wins and have in habit stacking is really, really, really successful. And again, whether it's going through a divorce, whether it's losing a child, whether it's a brain injury, whether it's cancer, whether it's just your business as an entrepreneur, right? Whatever it is, try to find the good in it. Also, this is a fun fact. I did not know this because I was actually someone who didn't practice like a lot of gratitude until this actually started happening. Fear and gratitude can't live together. And I did not know that. So if you are actually in gratitude, your brain actually can't live in fear. So anytime that you are actually fearful of something, if you actually switch it to gratitude, they can't live in the same space. So I was always in fear. I was like, what if I have a headache? What if this happens? 
what if I get anxiety? Like I was always in this fear mindset and I actually switched it to gratitude because when you are in gratitude, your brain actually can't be in fear. That's cool. I love yeah, that. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I did not know that. Of, I have full body chills about that too. And especially because I'm an Enneagram yeah. six. Do you have a six in your tri-type at all? I don't. I'm an Enneagram oh. three. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you had a six in your tri-type. But um, anyway, so I'm, I'm a six. So I was like, I live in fear, not the fear, but like what if questions all the time. And, um, but I like that. I didn't know that fear and gratitude can li- sit at the same table. And I'd much rather live in gratitude than fear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we talk a lot about here, talk a lot about community and surrounding yourselves, um, you know, with people who lift you up. And um, that's really big to me. And, you know, you're the, um, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, whether that's, you know, in a physical room or what you have it going on in your ears or whatever. So I kind of want to chat about that. So why is you say that your community is your biggest form of healing? And I want you to tell us why community is so important to you. Yeah. So it's really interesting when this actually first all started happening, like I had my brain injury and coaching clients and I really had had a really large community, right? I have a large digital community. I have a large in-person community. I have a podcast. I have clients. And for the first, I don't know, four or five months, I actually really tried to hide it from my community. I didn't want to share it. I didn't want to show up because I actually really thought that my community would not think that I could hold space for them. Mm -hmm. I would think that they would actually think I wasn't a strong mentor. Like, well, if she's going through all of this, right? Like, how can I pay someone four or five figures and she's not feeling good ever? Can she hold the space for me? Can she Mm -hmm. show up? How can she help me grow a business? Like if she's crashing all the time, right? So I actually really tried to hold, like not hold it and think that I couldn't hold this duality. And when I actually started to show up and speak more of my truth and who I was and what I was going through, my community actually poured out more to me and people actually hired me more because I actually started to attract a lot of people that suffered from chronic illnesses or people that were really going through things. And now this was like a commonality that we had. And it was actually so much more of like a beautiful synergy that actually happened. So one, if you are going through something, I would encourage you to share as much as you feel you should or as much as you feel comfortable with, because there's probably people in your network your community, listening to your podcast that are there to support you. And I have had some of my best supporters be right from my, right from my own clients, my own podcast. I mean, one of my clients, once I opened up that I was struggling with this, like she not only became a great supporter, but one of my best friends mm-hmm. and I'm her mentor. And she never, ever would have known this if I hadn't opened up, right? If I just would have kept showing up on coaching calls and supporting her and just talking about the how to we wouldn't have had this friendship that went way beyond when our Zoom call ended mm-hmm. and the mentor hat came off and the friendship hat came on. Yeah. And I think that that's really important because um, so many times, especially when we're living behind computer screens or, you know, phones, a lot of the times what we see is, you know, this perfectly curated feed and we think mm-hmm. that, oh, well, this person, and then we put this person on a pedestal, right? Because we have, we think that they have all their shit figured out and they have everything good going for them. When in actuality, we're all human and we all have crap. And so yeah. just like you said, it's really important to share. Obviously, you don't want to share all of the mess if, if yeah. you don't feel like that's necessary, but definitely feeling, you know, kind of pulling back the curtain and being transparent and honest and vulnerable. Because like you said, then you meet, met these people who struggle with very similar things. And so they get it, you know, like yeah. if you have to cancel a coaching call because your head hurts too much, they get it because they're they there too. And what's beautiful about that too is that because I attract in a lot of clients that struggle with it, 
I'm also a mentor that gets it because a lot of them have a chronic illness, right? Whether it's fibromyalgia, whether it's chronic migraines, whether it's pelvic floor pain, right? Whatever it is. And for them to find a mentor that gets that, Mm -hmm. they don't always understand that, right? So if I have a coaching call at 12 noon and somebody's like, Jillian, I am in bed with a migraine within boundaries. I get that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of coaches don't actually understand that. So there's actually now this connectivity that I actually get it. And again, you know, we keep it under, there's obviously boundaries. It's not like they can cancel every single call, but just like on the flip side, right? So last month I was actually in the ER three times and my clients don't ask questions. My team sends a message out and my community understands it. So there's like this beautiful synergy back and forth. And the yeah. other thing I want to share with you was I did a masterclass last year. Um, I actually did it. Well, I did it in January and it was called Behind the Brand. And what I want to share with this was we see these beautiful curated feeds, right? People having these really beautiful lives, making all of this money, um, having these beautiful sold out launches, serving all of these clients. And that was me, right? I was running a half a million dollar business for several years online. You know, I hit seven figures my first two years, all these clients, all these launches. And I wanted to really show my audience what was happening behind the brand. Mm-hmm. And I did a master class in January that behold, pulled back the curtains of what people were seeing online and what was actually happening behind the brand. And the masterclass was actually called Behind the Brand. And I walked my audience, my community through what every single month was like, what they saw on social media and what was actually happening behind the brand. So it would see like, this is what you guys saw in January. You saw a sold out launch. You saw $50,000 a month. You saw a sold out event. But this is actually what was happening. Three ER visits, medical bills, you know, all of this. And my audience was like, dumbfounded. <laughs> and, and part of the reason why I actually did this masterclass was not to be like, woe is me or look mm-hmm. at this. It was actually to teach people that you can hold so much more space than you actually give yourself credit for. Because ho- so often we're like, oh, my kid's sick. I got to shut down social media or, oh, I have a cold. I can't show up. And once people saw what I was actually going through on the back end but still able to show all of this on the front end, they were like, holy shit. Yeah. I had no idea. And they were like, okay, I can actually step up my game a little bit. I can actually do a lot more than I'm actually giving credit for. So it was actually like a really powerful masterclass. And people were like, I can't believe that you were able to hold the space for both. And I was like, use this as an invitation to really be able to you yourself hold more space too. Wow. That is really, really powerful. Are you considering doing something like that again? I'm going to do it every year. It's going to be called Behind the Brand, like 2.0, 3.0, because it was one of my most powerful masterclasses. And people really saw a different side of me too, because if you don't follow me on social media, I hope you do. I'm usually very all business, right? My my feed is very business. It's very like the logical, the strategy, all of those things. Um, And I always say like, I don't have a very exciting life. Like my daughter's grown, I'm single, right? So um, I sometimes battle with the fact of like, I don't really have a lot to show on social um, where I think it's easier for people who have like little ones or husbands or all of those things. But I was able to show a lot of what was going on behind the brand and, and people really resonated well with it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay. So you have talked a lot about, you know, kind of what your business. So tell us what you do and how you serve others. Yeah. So I am a sales and business strategist and mentor. Um, I spent 22 years in the corporate space where I literally did the 
exact same thing. I trained sales organizations. I trained sales teams. And then unfortunately, during the pandemic, I lost my corporate job. And I always say I was a ride or die corporate person. <laughs> if I could have tattooed my company's name on my forehead, I would have. Um, I had no I had no idea that I would have lost my corporate job. I mean, I was like the staple child of my corporate job. Um, but they cut from the top down. I went into my corporate job on a Monday, lost my job on a Wednesday, but I knew I had a God-given talent, universe-given talent, whatever it is that you believe in. And I came into the online space at a very opportune time. Mm -hmm. Everybody was just coming online. Nobody knew how to sell. Everybody was like icky and awkward and sleazy and salesy. And they were like, I need to now take my brick and mortar business or my side hustle and pour fire on it. Mm -hmm. So I was in a very opportune time and no one really teaches sales online. So I, you know, I grew my business very quickly online and I really hone in on sales, but it's interesting because people think that sales is just, how do I close sales? Mm -hmm. But sales is we work on marketing. We work on your messaging. We work on your content. We work on your lead gen. We work on your pricing. We work on your offers. And then when all of that is intact, the sales are easy, right? Because you're doing all of what I call like the foreplay good And then that's what actually makes it work. So I also think that a lot of times people don't really know like when to hire me. Mm -hmm. It's really when you're not making sales in your business or you want to grow your sales. And we really work on, again, the mindset, the marketing, the messaging, the offers, the pricing. And then once all of that is keyed in, the sales will start coming in. That's so cool. So do you do group or one-on-one or a combination of both? Yep. So I have, I really believe as a sales coach that you should have a multitude of offers that people should be able to come in, right? I use my business almost like a store. Like if you're going in to buy a pair of shoes, you don't own just one pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. You want shoes that are $37. You want shoes that are $300, right? Because there's lots of different shoes. You want sneakers, you want heels, you want all things. So I want to be able to serve people at all capacities of their business. So I have a low ticket membership where people can come in and learn from trainings that are like, you know, uh, pre-recorded trainings. Mm -hmm. And that's for the entrepreneur that wants to do it at their own pace. We have an amazing membership. Uh, I do one-on-one coaching, which is the bread and butter of my business because I love working one-on-one with people. I love getting in their business um, and I love really dissecting what their business is. So one-on-one coaching is the bread and butter of my business. Um, I do a group coaching program and then I have two high-level masterminds. Awesome. I love that. Um, yeah. And I, I told you, I slid into your DMs and I was like, once I know what um, what I'm going to funnel my podcast to, I'm going to yeah. hire you right away. Right, like, let's I, have do no, it. I have no idea what I actually was talking to um, Katie Saltzman yesterday about it. Oh, yeah. She's and, one of my one-on-one clients. Yeah. And um, I was like, you know, we were talking about the podcast and I was like, I just don't have anything that I'm funneling it into yeah. yet, but yeah. I know that there's something coming. I just don't know what it is yet. So. Yeah. Katie's beautiful to work with. I'm oh, so excited for her. her. I'm so excited for her new house of health. I'm so excited. Yeah. All right. So this is a question I ask every person who comes on the podcast. So because we're moms, we've lost ourselves in the chaos of everyday mom life, but who we are outside of being a mom still matters. So what is one piece of advice you can give to the woman listening? She has something weighing on her heart. She knows it'll make her life better, but she's scared to start. I mean, honestly, if it's if it's in you, it's for you. And I would honestly go for it. I mean, I know it sounds so cliche, but it's going to stay in you if you don't move on it. So find an accountability partner, find someone to talk to, find a coach, find a mentor and find what that is. Doesn't mean you have to go all in on it right away, but figure out why it's in you. Right. And 
Yeah, I'm a huge believer in if it was put in you, it, it's for you. And it's going to continue to be in you and it's, it's going to continue to be there. And I think as moms, we sometimes put it on the back burner, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll get to that when my kids graduate or, you know, I'll, I'll do it down the road. But sometimes we need to do something for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? We have to do our own passion project or we have to do something. And that actually makes us a better mom, a better partner, a better spouse. Some of my best clients are moms. And once they found their own thing that really fueled them, that really lit them up, they were more passionate wives. They were better moms because they weren't just going in the groundhog day of momhood every single day. And now they have something to contribute, whether it's finances or just something to talk about, or they just had a fire under them again. So yeah, I'm a huge believer in that. Absolutely. Okay. So you ready for some rapid fire questions? I mean, I'm here for it. (laughs) Okay. What is your favorite season? Oh, summer for sure. What is your spirit animal? Monkey. <laughs> what is one of your nicknames? Uh, Jelly Bean. What is one of your favorite books or genre? Oh, Buy Back Your Time is one of my favorite books for sure. Oh, okay, cool. Um, if you were stranded on a desert island, what is one thing you have to have? My phone. <laughs> what is your go-to coffee order? I actually don't drink coffee, but it's okay. green tea. Awesome. Oh, I love green tea. Um, who is your girl crush? Oh, Lindsay Schwartz, hands down. Oh, and probably Katie Saltzman. Oh my gosh, they're both amazing. <laughs> um, what never fails to make you laugh? Episodes of Friends. You know, you were like the third person who's, who has said that to that question. <laughs> yeah. What is something that not many people know about you? Um, I'm actually very much an introvert. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely didn't know that. Um, yeah. Please tell the woman listening where she can find you. Tell us how she can work with you and tell us about your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So I have an amazing podcast. It's called Sales and Social. I would love for you guys to check it out. If there's a, you know, something weighing on your heart and you want to learn more about sales, entrepreneurship, it's an amazing podcast. Love for you to come over and check it out. And honestly, come over, check me out over on Instagram at the Jillian Murphy. I love to give value content. So mm-hmm. I always say you can learn from all of my free content alone and come over and say hello. If you're on this podcast, I'd love to get to know you better. Awesome. Jillian, thank you so much. Your energy is like super contagious and I'm so pumped that you are here today. And um, to the woman listening, if you connected with Jillian, please share this episode on your stories. Make sure to tag her so she knows that you listened and also make sure that you follow her, listen to her podcast, get yourself surrounded by her. And Jillian, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Girl, duty calls. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared podcast. If anything resonated with you today, I would be honored if you would screenshot and share this episode on Instagram and tag me at Christy Lockhart so I can get super excited and personally say thank you for taking the time to get our message out to even more mamas who may also need to be reminded that they still matter outside of being a mom. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. I am so incredibly grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you. So cheers to you and our growth together. I am rooting for you and I love you. And remember, you matter. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.